of Below the Dot podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. And I'm your other host, Chris Sharp. And today we are recapping season five, episode six, titled, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. But before we get into the episode, we'll get into some trivia for Terry. Yes, I have three questions this week. First question. What color is Jimmy's house? Wow. Is it tan? Is it blue? Is it yellow? So I thought it was going to be funny because we're both sitting here wearing the color. I'm screaming. It's green? Completely unprompted. It is green. (laughs) What? Wow. All right. Next question. What time is Jimmy's tryout? Six o'clock? It is. Okay. Last question. What grade does Danny receive on his project? He gets an incomplete. Yes. Wow. There is still hope. Look at you. Look at you. That's funny. So you got a 66.6666666666%. You know, we only get better out here. We're consistent, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's your pretty consistent. I say the score every week, either that or 33.3333333. It's hit or miss, but it feels consistent. Okay, there we go. I gave you. Yep. You know, we try. That's all you can do out here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, honestly, I don't have anything for tidbits today. Nothing super interesting to pull from this episode. And we know most of the characters that we saw. So I didn't do a deep dive on anybody, but just ready to jump into the episode and talk shit about Jimmy's dad. <laughs> mm-hmm, because he ain't shit. <laughs> at all. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> we'll start with... Why? I closed my door so we wouldn't have to hear this man sitting outside complaining. And here he is. He is yelling. For plot B of the episode, I just wanted to begin my recap just to complain a little bit because I can't access. When I was trying to watch this, I wasn't able to access my Amazon Prime Degrassi TNG from the network at my job. So that's how long ago you know I did this. But yeah, when I was recording it, it was no longer accessible at work. So I don't know if my job became hip to me um, and my shenanigans. Obviously, should I be watching Degrassi at work? No. But if you've been here, then you know that what am I doing watching Degrassi at work? And if you're my boss, that's why you shouldn't let me make my own schedule. I don't know (laughs) to tell you. But also, to be fair, it's educational for children. So to block it is crazy. That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, it comes up all the time in my conversations with fourth graders. And yes, I do realize that it is a little young for me to expose them to it. So I have not had them watch any of it. But like, if I were worse at my job, I absolutely would. (laughs) Unfortunately, I'm too good at my job. 
Because honestly, maybe one of the little girls was like, yeah, I was watching white chicks. So I'm like, your parents don't care. I can have you sit down and watch this show and we would be fine. But easily. Look, I am not going to end up in one of our mass district reports for the counselor who was <laughs> showing the kids to grassy and talking about it on her podcast. Right, That's not going right. to be me. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway. Liberty is still pregnant, and it is becoming really hard for her to continue hiding it. JT is like, Liberty, bitch, did you know that you're pregnant and you look it? And she was like, look, ain't nobody going to want to believe that me, like the president, is pregnant or in her third trimester, as we learned. JT is like, what is the third trimester? And Liberty is like, how do you not know what the third trimester is? (laughs) Bitch, he's 16. Right. It's all so concerning, too, because it's like, I know they broke up and to each their own, however you want to handle this. But you're also not necessarily letting him in on what's going on because he didn't know how far along you were. So what do you expect him to do? He's not going to take it seriously, unfortunately, until you make him take it seriously. Right. And you've been hiding this pregnancy from him included. Now, I assume he knows when you got pregnant because you were able to mark the one moment when y'all tried the Super King condom. (laughs) But I'm just, I'm sorry. Like... Girl, you doing a lot. And I know, yeah. I know. Pregnant yeah. team, blah, blah, whatever. I ain't, This ain't the Liberty show. This is the two people sit here and talk shit show. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it's just so silly to expect more from him when she's not including him in it. Like, girl. Yes. JT admitted to Liberty that thinking about pregnancy makes him uncomfortable, but admitting that won't stop a baby from literally flying into his life. I say literally because immediately after Liberty stalks away, Danny throws his baby doll from class toward JT. So a baby does quite literally fly into his life. (laughs) This digital baby, which is crying, is part of a class project for Danny. So, of course, I have a question. I always have them. Did y'all ever have an assignment like this? No, girl. I was going to ask you the same thing because, you know, I went to an art school, so they weren't doing the normal stuff. Never had one of those projects. Did your school even do them? So they did. But you know, I went to a huge ass school. I think Mm -hmm. we, what were there, like 800 kids in my graduating class, 700? Well, in my class, that many people did not cross the stage. I'm sure, girl. Anyway, but (laughs) so they did have a parenting class, I think, in high Mm -hmm. school where the students did have some type of device to care for. I don't know much about it. I personally never had to take care of a baby or an egg. Not that I remember. But if you went to school with me and we did... Please let me know, cause y'all know I don't. I blocked out elementary school and high school and middle school and college. <laughs> Fair I'm enough. Here. Good um, vibes. <laughs> my sister's funny enough. My sister's high school did it, cause one of my best friends went there, and I remember it was Halloween, and I had a movie night at my house, and she had this damn baby with her. <laughs> And that was, like, the closest I got to ever seeing that be a real thing. And, again, my sister went to a big high school, so they were probably trying to prevent pregnancy for good reasons. So they had them playing with the dolls. They'd be trying to do it in all the wrong ways, in my opinion. But I, you know, (laughs) maybe, what do I know? Yeah. No, that's super funny, though. The timing of this is on purpose, obviously. But what a way to train for a baby that is coming that no one's acting like is coming. Right. (laughs) Right. So Danny tells JT that he's only taking the course because it's easy and he's surrounded by girls in the class, which increases his odds of finding a girlfriend. And I'm over here thinking, like, does Danny ever find love? But that's neither here nor there. I don't know if he does. Danny is super tired of Liberty taking too much time in the bathroom in the morning. Poor Liberty evidently still has morning sickness, which, fun fact, morning sickness does not just occur in the morning. 
things that you could know to help prevent pregnancy. Anyway, it could just be all day. So she's in the third trimester, as we mentioned again, still sick. My question is, how do her parents not notice? Girl, because if Danny notices that she's throwing up every morning, what are y'all doing? (laughs) Like, (laughs) they got their own bathroom. Like, I don't know. And it's not even like she has her own bathroom and, like, it's attached to her bedroom. She got to right. go out. Like, I'm. How, how are we missing this? I know how it gets missed, mm-hmm. but I just feel like Liberty's parents seem as if they are supposed to be involved to a certain degree. Yes. I think that there are other characters who would be better off get having a secret pregnancy. This just doesn't seem believable to me. Like, yeah. I don't think Manny could get away with a secret pregnancy. Maybe, like, have we met? Alex could probably get away with a secret yes. pregnancy. Maybe Ellie around season mm-hmm. three could have gotten away with a secret secret pregnancy. Sean obviously could get, or get away with a secret kid. With anything, right? J- Jimmy could get away with a secret kid that was because my who's thought. watching him? Yeah, like, that would be the place that someone would get pregnant and he would, like, have a pregnant girlfriend living there and nobody would know because his dad ex- does not care. Ex- exactly. But Liberty's parents seem like. They come off as the involved parents who Mm -hmm. have high expectations. And if you have high expectations for your kids, in order to have high expectations, you got to be reinforcing or enforcing those high expectations. So you got to come by at least once a day. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And then even when her and JT were dating and they were like in the backyard, like the dad came home. So like it shows that the dad is there. Like, yes, he works, but like he was present and he knows that she had a boyfriend. So that's what's even more weird is like, She's throwing up. She had a boyfriend, and you're not putting this together. <laughs> like, yeah, yes, yeah. It's yeah. not fitting for I don't character. Understand. That's true. Make it make sense, but okay. All right. So, Liberty vomiting, absent parents. Danny notices <laughs> that there's an issue because so he's on to Liberty's secret. He accuses a liberty of being bulimic so at this point in time this man has no idea and he's so close he's like wow you're throwing up all the time you must be bulimic child that's wild then he tells her if he's gonna do all that then she needs to be do it elsewhere because first of all he's not trying to wait on her all day and second of all he says this these are his words and not mine i want to be clear (laughs) it's clearly not working because she's gained a lot of weight he actually calls her tubbo that's wild my thing is that, like, as terrible, and I know, ideally, we all evolve. Oh, my God, I can't believe they said something like this. This is truly how siblings talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just have really awful siblings. I was talking to my mom the other day. My brother called me fathead my entire life. And every single time he drew, like, he would get pissed about something, he would go in his room and draw little comics. And every single time he drew me, I would be this little fat little plum drop. I need to be clear. I have not been fat a day in my life unless, by definition, when I carried my child, theoretically, one would call that fat, right? (laughs) I have never been fat a day in my life. Apparently, I don't have a big head. I did grow up with a complex and think that I had a large head. And then one day, it was like, no, your head isn't large. And I said, well, why did my brother call me fathead my whole life? (laughs) Um, But this is just to say, when I saw, like, him saying, like, well, obviously, it's not working, Tubbo. Like, yeah, obviously, oh, you can't say things like that. But that's Mm -hmm. truly what trash ass siblings will say to you yeah they're not nice yeah it seems like someone would say that to someone today it doesn't matter like easily a sibling would say that and it would just be whatever because that's your sibling right 
Um, so I just think it's interesting. So you, you notice she's gained weight. You notice she's throwing up. You're you're taking a parenting right. class, but you are so far from the mark. <laughs> you're like right there, Danny. You are right there. Girl, he's the only one doing the work. Apparently, though, like her parents are just letting it fly under the radar. So he's got to mm-hmm. piece it together slowly but surely. Oh, my God. So Danny finally decides to pay attention to his family planning class. And he comes to the realization that Liberty is not bulimic. She's pregnant. I think he was watching her and he's looking at his book and he's looking at Liberty. And this bitch is like cupping her stomach. She wasn't (sighs) hiding it at all. Right. Liberty and JT were arguing in the morning about her doing a piss poor job at hiding the pregnancy when Danny (laughs) comes to this realization and he approaches him. Danny pounces on JT to physically attack him for getting Liberty pregnant. Then he blackmails JT and Liberty into keeping their secret. He tells them that they have to take care of his baby for class so that he'll get an A since they need the practice. (laughs) It's crazy to me because somehow they don't realize that this is actually going to be good practice. Right. It's like it's fair enough because what else are you going to do if you're acting like nothing's going on? (laughs) So confused. (sighs) Well, that was a real that was a real skip. JT ends up skipping biology to help Danny with the fake baby. Danny tells JT that if he kept his dime stack in his pants, he wouldn't be in the situation. They just not gonna let that shit go. No, that's my favorite quote from this episode, though, because I it took me a minute to understand what they were talking about, and it's great. <laughs> but it's funny you should say this because on Degrassi Reddit, apparently they were complaining about this being an ongoing statement and joke throughout the show. They were like, "It's not okay to comment on the size of teens' penises and penis shame." JT. <laughs> And I'm like, sure, but that's that's how people talk to each other or used to talk to each other. So Yes, and they had a whole episode dedicated to the fact that he bought a penis pump. You wouldn't buy a penis pump if you didn't have a dime stick. <laughs> so they're going to... Or we're confident that you didn't have one. <laughs> right. And, and like having insecurity about that is accurate. And you are mm-hmm. insecure because that's what people say. So, I mean, where is the fine... I don't know. Not, I don't even think there's a fine line. Do you want to see realistic storylines represented right. in TV? Y'all are sitting here saying it's really inappropriate to say this because people are insecure about this. Exactly. And that's why you should put it on TV. Because mm-hmm. I, if I were to be like JT, would like to feel validated and represented. Right. Oh, wow. He felt like this. How did he deal with it? What would, what does he respond when people say things like that to him? Right. Yeah. It's so, and it's so tiny in comparison. I probably, I don't know. Maybe that's not nice to say, but it's so... <laughs> Wow, no pun intended. It's tiny in comparison to a lot of the other shit that Degrassi got away with saying and talking about. Yeah. In certain my, scenarios. My, my thing is that I think a lot of people get mad at the writers for writing teens as they are slash mm-hmm. were during that time period. And now even more so, it's been, what, 20 plus years since right. a lot of these storylines happen. So, yes, things have shifted. Mm-hmm. So they get mad a lot of the times over things that they say. And I'm like, well, that's how people talked. Yeah, right. Like, are you going to be mad at a TV show representing slavery in the 1700s? Because that's what people were doing. That's the reality, right? That's the reality television that y'all don't talk about. Right. And you wouldn't say, oh, my God, well, slavery is wrong. Why would they show that? But there were slaves. Yes. All these things happened. 
Right. And I also see from the standpoint, it's like, stop showing black people trauma, blah, blah, blah. Also valid. There are other ways to show black people in the 1700s without just Mm -hmm. showing people as servants and slaves. Valid, too. But I'm not going to be mad at a show based in the 1700s, showing the 1700s as they were. Right. That's what y'all was doing. That's the reality. Yes. Again, people do get mad about stuff like that. Yeah. Like, don't sugarcoat. No, that's what was happening. But yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So that was just a tidbit from Darassi Reddit. Y'all be hella annoying on there, and I be wanting to slap the shit out of y'all, each and every one of you. I'm sure. So Danny and JT are fighting over the baby, physically, when the baby goes flying and gets hit by a car. There's no way that Danny receives an A on this project at this point. Danny complains to JT that he received an incomplete, and JT tells Danny that his score was Danny's fault for blackmailing him, and JT is like, bitch, you needed to know how to take care of a baby. Considering you're about to have one. I did this to help. Liberty tells them both that that was a stupid idea and she's been dealing with things on her own. But you haven't. You haven't. Ma'am, have you... Has she seen a doctor yet? I assume she has. But, like, has she? No, she hasn't. (laughs) Oh, and I go to the next sentence. I say, Liberty says she can do bad all by herself, but JT says to her, (laughs) bitch, you are six months pregnant and you have yet to see a doctor. What is you doing? It's so concerning. Because that's my thought process with it, too, is one, what's your end goal? And two, okay, you can, like, act like it's not happening, but y'all are acting like at the end of the day, a child is not going to be born and suffer the consequences of this. Like, it's so much bigger than you now. And, like, she's just acting so much holier than thou over the whole thing. And it's like, but, ma'am, you're not handling things. And I need you to get your ego in check real quick and admit that you need some help. Right. For the baby's sake, if not your own ego. You know what I mean? Right. And to go off on my rants from Reddit, um, some little weirdo on Reddit argued that Liberty <laughs> didn't have an abortion because of pro-life. And if you know me, I say it every week, abort early and abort often. So you know I ain't got no time for that shit. Um, but she didn't do shit to take care of the life that she was growing either. So right. to argue that Liberty didn't have an abortion because she was pro-life, and that was a good choice because she was pro-life while she's continuing to run around six months pregnant and do absolutely nothing to provide care to that baby before be- it was being born. Um, no, Liberty didn't have an abortion or see a doctor because she was avoiding reality and making a decision. So you can kick rocks on your weirdo like little like pro-life agenda. And she didn't really have, I mean, she may have been a- against abortion, mm-hmm. but she was also just a- avoiding yeah it didn't exist that was why she didn't do it right it wasn't an option like it wasn't possible for her i would like to think that if she were genuinely pro-life she would have been at the doctor trying to figure out the best things that she could do to take care of the baby if that were her like mo yeah right not six months in absolutely right and again i don't fault liberty well she was what 16 right sucks Mm mm-hmm that's, like, always in the background. So I don't want to get you all saying, like, she was 16. Why are you guys being mean? Because I'm a 30-year-old bitch. That's why. <laughs> anyway, I've been through gonna... life. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to go see Miss Sobe tomorrow. And we can move on to plot A, which is crazy. Um, again, just to highlight that Liberty's having a whole baby in the background. Yes. Yes. I saw a comment about that actually on the Degrassi wiki today. Just like, how do they make this a B plot? Like, <laughs> y'all are crazy. <sighs> All right. So the basketball or basketball, lol. The episode begins with Jimmy's absentee father watching Jimmy play basketball among the basketball team with whom he will learn, we will learn, is a recruiter. 
I don't even know what that means. There's a recruiter sitting next to Jimmy's dad watching them play basketball. <laughs> Evidently, this is a tryout for the tryouts. Okay. And Jimmy is happy to learn that he is allowed to earn the privilege to try out for the team. The so recruiter much. does say that Jimmy remains a little awkward in the chair. And instead of congratulating Jimmy on his performance, absentee daddy reminds Jimmy mm. of that comment before he walks away. Jimmy's facial expression demonstrates that he clearly feels put off by the comment. Like, damn, could I get a good job? A nice, uh, awesome? Yeah, that's the worst is when you don't say anything at all in general. But then the one time you do, it's always negative. Like, hello? Like, he is literally playing basketball in a wheelchair because of his circumstances and, like, getting out there. And like you're literally only saying negative things to him like that's terrible like the nerve you don't you only come all around like once a week and you say a negative right. shit when you do yeah make he's gonna remember steady. that right because you don't say anything else he's gonna remember the negative things you say Mm-hmm. so jimmy tells craig and marco that he needs to quit band in order to focus on his basketball career later he's at lunch drawing slash designing a new wheelchair promised by his dad and he'll earn it if he makes the basketball team Ellie's nosy ass takes notice and she compliments Jimmy on his artistic abilities. Later that day, Jimmy is at home practicing his shot and he misses each one. He grows really frustrated and we hear his thoughts. His father's negative ass comments on Jimmy's awkwardness in his chair. There's a flashback to Rick pulling out the gun, the shot, and then we hear Ellie's voice complimenting Jimmy's artwork and he seems to struggle before being interrupted by his dad. Jimmy assures his dad that he's fine. He's not. But that doesn't feel like he doesn't feel as connected to basketball as he used to. Instead of listening to Jimmy, his dad <laughs> tells Jimmy that it's just stress and this is normal. It's a normal emotional reaction to increase stress. Now, disclaimer, Jimmy's daddy ain't shit. But I'm going to give him some credit because, yes, he missed the mark. But he does offer to get Jimmy a psychologist to assist him with his high stress levels. And he asks if Jimmy's worried about letting him down. So, like, he kind of glazed over Jimmy's mm-hmm. negative emotions and answered them with before asking really any follow-up questions. Problem. But he's like, well, you, we can get you a psychologist. Mm-hmm. Do you need one? And hopefully, if he were to have spoken to a psychologist, they would give him better answers and support. Yeah, that is fair. Look at him providing some resources because he's not the one that's going to listen to him, so... Because you know nobody likes therapy. Right. <laughs> so Jimmy brushes off his dad's worries that he probably should have gotten Jimmy a therapist regardless, considering he did experience a life-changing Girl. traumatic event. And is right back in school like nothing happened at the same locker. And he don't even see Miss Sovey. Right. And you know oh she see God. everybody. Right. She don't got no option, girl. Degrassi got so much going on. She needs to see everybody. But he's like not one of them. And that's kind of wild. Honestly. So I'm trying to figure out why Ellie's inviting Jimmy to an art show because I didn't realize they were friends, but I guess they are. Jimmy isn't initially interested, even though Ellie tries to sell it. He tells her that he can't go because he's got his basketball tryout at 6 p.m. But then he changes his mind within seconds and he sends her an email in response. (laughs) I just want to let you guys know that she's sitting three feet behind him. They love them some emails in that freaking media immersion class. (laughs) So she, he accepts the invite. They go to the gallery, and he has a really good time. Ellie reminds Jimmy that he needs to go, but he was having such a great time, so he's like, nah, I'm good. But they start talking about art, and Ellie suggests that Jimmy take some classes. Jimmy doesn't want to identify as an artist, though. He's like, I'm an athlete. 
an athlete who's about to be late for his tryout, and he is by 30 minutes. The coach is not impressed, and neither is his father. He begs for another chance to try out, and the coach agrees. Jimmy assures his dad that he'll focus, but his dad walks away super annoyed with Jimmy. Jimmy is practicing for the tryout, and his dad gives him with the top-of-the-line wheelchair, which is not the one that Jimmy was designing or the one that he was promised. The man is bribing Jimmy with something that he doesn't even want for an opportunity that he doesn't even want. Read the, the next room. day, Ellie apologizes to Jimmy for making him miss his tryout, and then she offers to sign him up for an art class at the gallery. He's like, no, nah, I'm good, and I'm just wondering where's Hazel at while this little redheaded <laughs> girl is pushing up on your man. Girl, you know what I realized from this, too, was just like, I, you could probably interpret this as like, Ellie's a good friend, right? Like, she's trying to get him back out there and, like, sees he has potential. And I'm assuming they're supposed to be friends from the band, right? Like, where else would they have hung oh, out? Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Hmm. That um, makes sense. So that's, like, their little connection. But I have the same thought, too. Like, where did that come from? I think it's the band. But Ellie seems like a good friend, but also someone who is really always trying to save a hoe low-key. Because, like, with the whole Craig thing, like, getting him to go to group, which was great for him, yes. But, like, with Jimmy, it seems like the same thing. Where it's like, I'm going to try and save you because you're going through something, so I'm going to sign you up for this class. It's like, girl, why don't you just try to date somebody instead of trying to fix them? And you know she started off with Sean. Yeah, Damn. and there you go. Oh, my gosh. They both had so much going on. Captain save I guess we just found the title for our episode. <laughs> and it could be worse, right? Because, again, Craig ended up in group. Jimmy is realizing that he has other aspirations, like, aside from basketball, post, like, shooting. But it's like, girl, you really do just be pushing up on people that need some help. <laughs> you know men who need therapy always depend on a woman. Yes, absolutely that. That makes sense. He said no to the psychologist. Why would I go to the psychologist when I have Ellie Nash? Mm-hmm. Somehow Jimmy ends up in the nurse's office after his little, the little curly-haired kid throws a ball too hard or something, and he's in the nurse's office with Hazel. And Jimmy tries to show affection towards Hazel, but she's like, don't touch me, little bitch. She doesn't say that. Um, she does tell Jimmy that she talked to his dad, and they're both worried. But why, Hazel, why is Hazel why? talking to his daddy? Cause why? I don't know if I've ever talked to any of my boyfriend's parents with, like... Right. I don't know. Out of, like, concern or something. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like you probably... But, yeah. like, this... I mean, as an adult, I think that's a lot different. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, when you were in high school, were you calling up your partner's parents? No, that's what I was about to say. I did not have the relationship with my partner's parents as I obviously as I did as I do now in high school. But even like prior to him, like I wasn't talking to anybody parents. If I didn't have to talk to your mom or anything, that was great. <laughs> and let me just say, and when you are talking to your partner's or friend's parents, are you calling their dad or are you calling their mom? Right. I'm not calling nobody's daddy because yeah. your daddies be weird. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. And then for that, like, I understand the concern, I guess, because we don't really know where Jimmy mom is supposed to be. But it's also like, just talk to your son. Like, you literally know he has stuff going on. Talk to him. So confused. Maybe just sign him up for that therapy therapist regardless. Right. Even though he said no. Right. Hazel tells Jimmy that if he's so stressed about the tryout, she would have hoped that he would go to her instead of Ellie. And she leaves the office. Jimmy arrives at the tryout and he complains that the new wheelchair doesn't ride the same. And his dad ignores his complaints again and projects his own views onto Jimmy again. He tells Jimmy that he wants him to be him again. And Jimmy tells him that's not possible. 
I'm never going to walk again. I don't know if you noticed this. He tells his daddy that his daddy's more worried about bringing back a guy who's never going to return because he got shot and he's gone forever. Have you ever asked me just once if I want this? At last. It's time for Jimmy to try out, and after some contemplation, he decides that he don't actually want the opportunity to be on the team, and the coach is annoyed. He's like, bitch, you wasted my time twice. (laughs) Jimmy tells Hazel the next day at school that he's tired of trying to be a person who he's never going to be again, and he wants to accept that and try to be the new person who he's becoming. Hazel asserts that Jimmy is the same person, and if he isn't, he needs to explain things to her. He looks in Ellie's direction, but he promises Hazel that he will try. It was such a weird ending. Like, what am I supposed to get out of that? You literally were just borderline breaking up with her, no? I think that was the direction it was going in. And he, I guess he's still trying to be someone he's not, honestly. He's like, oh. I'm giving up basketball. I'm not doing that anymore. But I guess I can try to keep Hazel around and see if that works. I Well, that makes sense why his daddy called Hazel. Because both of them are delusional and seem to think that Jimmy is the same person he was before he got shot. And like, are avoiding the the signs and the fact that he's very clearly a different person like by default. And also because that is something that would change you drastically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Now they're both delusional and they're like the only ones that don't see Jimmy as like the new person that he is or like this new version of him. So good luck. People overdoing the filters girl. This has nothing to do with anyone, but somebody who I am distantly affiliated with posted distantly. their entire AI family, um, children, a maternity photo shoot. Um, <gasps> I follow someone a, that just posted that. What is that? That oh, That's weird. That's what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's weird. Also, look, go back and look at the hands on them pictures because yes. this bitch is... <laughs> Like, um, you got too many fingers and actually they don't really look like fingers. I am concerned because I don't know why you would do it is one thing, but why you would share it publicly on Facebook. It, right. And this person didn't auto- like instantly post like, hey, this is just a filter, guys. I'm not actually pregnant. They had to come back and <gasps> edit it. And they were like, I'm not actually pregnant, guys. So I'm like, so you posted this like to be like, what are you doing? What are like- you doing? I'm so dead because I'm not even kidding. I was on Snapchat earlier and I saw someone that I follow up there post it. And they had pointed out the fact that the photo had like three different feet. Like the feet were all off. And just like, what is this generator and what what is happening? Like, why are people doing that? I know. I know we like doing these filters, guys, but I want y'all to stop, actually. Or don't would, share them. Right. Um, I would like you. I don't know. I know that our faces, the government already got my face. Right. I know that they do because when I went to hop on the plane going somewhere, why did they just scan my face and know my seat number? Bitch, what? At- and so, United. Oh my God. I was just going to ask Delta because Delta had a sign up the last time I flew them. That's scary. It's more than one. And my assumption is I must have signed off on something to give you all the permission. I have no idea when. It made me think of that episode of Black Mirror talking about the terms and conditions. Oh, I know we're screwed. <laughs> so I was like, okay. But so the point is, I know they already got my face, okay? I know. But can y'all stop making it so easy? Yeah, I know, right? I mean, and also for the airline thing, that may, I would, sure, you got my all my information to get up on this flight. So if it's going to make it easier for me to sit in my seat and not have to do things, you're just going to scan my face, sure. 
Um, but this AI thing I'm not messing with. Like, are y'all stupid? Like, y'all just be giving it to anybody. <laughs> Some third party website, not even like an official uh company or anything. Ooh. I'm so glad I was too cheap for Ancestry.com because then I find out that they was just data mining with all that shit too. You know what? I don't need to find out which types of black I am. Girl. I'm good. Ethiopia. We're cool. We'll move on. I just made they that got, up. I don't know. <laughs> they got everyone with that though. Just handing out your DNA. Girl. I'm, so I'm like, after the fact, I'm like, well, I'm glad I was cheap. Um, my <laughs> partner's mother actually bought us some kits like eight years ago. Um, and I want to say it turned out that they were scam ass kits because he tried to scan <gasps> it one day and like do it. And then it was like, no, it was a scam. Oh, I'm sure no. maybe, maybe he just waited too long. But the point is that I said that, yeah, look, if you're going <laughs> to take my information and sell it, I want you to have to work for it. That's all. I don't yeah. want to keep making it so easy for you. <laughs> That is so funny. Um, so for the episode moral, <laughs> stop trying to save these hoes. Yeah. I think that honestly applies to Danny and Ellie. Yep. I like that. All right. Any other questions, comments, or concerns? No. I think we just about covered it, friends. Stop putting your photos in those AI generators. <laughs> and go see a doctor (laughs) (laughs) next undergrad see Liberty and JT are back together what and they're looking to buy an apartment but with no income JT resorts (laughs) to stealing and selling drugs to a dealer (laughs) meanwhile Emma tired of being a third wheel to Manny and Craig decides to go on a date with Derek but she really wants to be with Peter JT learns that getting out of the drug dealing business is dangerous as he travels down a path of self-destruction that could cause him to lose the people about whom he about whom he cares the most. Meanwhile, Snake faces similar obstacles when he looks back onto his life and realizes that he isn't happy. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot, except I don't update any of those accounts because who knew being a stay-at-home summer mom would take up all of my day? Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on your airways this time next week, whatever it takes. Got it.